Boom. We are live with another episode of the Brown Water Banter Podcast. I am Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Case. That's right. And we got a great episode for you today. We got the guys from Spray Later Fishing Charters in the house. We got Clarence and his son Chance. They're going to talk to us all about their charter boat business and uh, what they got going on. Got a sneaking suspicion today is going to be a good one. Yep. Uh, but before we get started, we're going to read off the sponsors here, the people that keep the lights on for us. Hopefully you're getting familiar with them right now. It's uh, Dr. Robbie Williams over at Southern Magnolia Smiles. If you're looking for a great local dentist, man, they're located on uh, in Ocean Springs right there on Washington Avenue. Look them up on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, at Southern Magnolia Smiles, uh, or you can get them on the, uh, the website at southernmagnoliasmiles.com. Hit them up on the landline, 228-215-1202, and tell them that we sent you. Uh, our second sponsor is Hill Tree Marketing. That's Jesse Hill and his gang over there. Uh, they do website and graphic design, social media management, IT services, videography, photography, and area, uh, aerial cinematography. So if you're looking for uh, someone to do a website for you, someone that's local and can do a great job, go hit uh, Hill Tree Marketing up at hilltreemarketing.com. They're actually redoing our website, uh, our website right now, and uh, we're excited to hopefully launch that thing before too much uh, before too much more time yeah, goes by. Yeah, it should be next week. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, up next, we got the Harrison County uh, Development Commission. They have their Sea Force training program that they're promoting. Um, it takes high school kids and places them with potential job, uh, potential businesses in career fields that they're interested in. It allows them to kind of taste what they're getting into before they go off and spend a whole bunch of money on college. So check them out, Harrison County Development Commission. If you know a kid that could be benefit from that type of program, uh, reach out to them on the internet and check them out and see if you can't get them uh, affiliated with that because it's a great program that helps kids really taste uh, what they're getting into before they spend, like I said, a whole bunch of money on college and something that they're not really into. And uh, last but not least, we got Trevor Reed doing the downtown, the third annual downtown Ocean Springs crawfish cook-off. He was uh, the last guest we had in here. He told us there's going to be 25 teams cooking over about 2,600 pounds of crawfish. That's a lot of crawfish. That's going to be May the 29th, downtown Ocean Springs, right there on Government, uh, Government Street. You don't want to miss it, man. Uh, you pay an entrance fee. You get a couple tickets. You get to vote. So the winner will be... Um, people's choice man so it's a really really good day really good time crawfish and beer i don't know what else you could want out of your life so uh that's the sponsors man we really appreciate everything they do for us but uh let's jump into the episode we got uh sebo chance here man tell us all about uh spray you later fishing charters and how y'all got it started first of all there's three seymours in the house that's that is yeah. that that is very true Fill out that number. is very true yeah you cases, the cages ain't winning in this one tonight <laughs> right. um anyway i started this operation i was uh Old pipe fitter shipyard. We had junked fish all over the world. Had a 21 Cape Horn with a pair of 115 uh, markers on the back. We went all over the Gulf. About 50 miles there, 50 miles back was a top run on two strokes. So then one day I said, was just like, I think I want to like try to charter boat business out. So I went out there and scooped me up a little 23 Mako with a 225 two-stroke got that thing up and running dropped me a slip off at the point cadet haul rod reels back and forth there day went where we did and just got started and about every two years i changed boats and trying to find a perfect match and now we're in a 31 birchin with a pair of twin diesels and it's just one of them things that just it just fits just right so yeah. anyway, we found Chance's boat in Freeport, Texas. Uh, it was like you buy a piece of junk. Yeah, but you buy two engines, <laughs> you, you get a you get the boat for free. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically what he's got, and 
it sat in a yard for about six months. We deck everything and all that. But I'm going to tell you right now, it was like – but anyway, I'm in it for, what, 20 – I don't know as old as he is. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What year was that? I turned 24 this year, 1997. 97 yeah. is when you got into the game? He was in the oven when I was captain's license. <laughs> there you go. There you so go. from the shipyard to the fishing world, right? That's, yeah. a, that's a big jump and everybody yeah. – what you just – that was in your blood, I'm guessing. You grew uh, up here fishing down yeah, here? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I started out uh, pipe fitting and plumbing, and I still do it today. Right. I've been doing it for years, and my dad did it. But this charter boat fishing gig was just something that I just wanted to dive into. And, and as I dove in it, and next thing you know, I'm like, here you make I am. this work. Yeah. Still here. Yeah. So, 24 years. That's a good run. Still rolling, too, huh? Yeah, still rolling. Yeah. Every day. Uh, yeah. So it's all like, like it, like I said, it's just like the main thing is that we found Chance's boat. The Baharamora Bertram is a th- is a thirty one. There's only the whole Bertram family at thirty ones is like like nineteen hundred vessels out there. There's still like ninety percent of them in function today. They're so they, you can't kill them. You they can't be kill them. Made in like eighty three or something like yeah. that. Uh, really? Yeah, when the when they when they jump across in a hurricane and fly and and, and land to a pile and the piling gets broken, the boat's still the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> That's awesome. They solid boats, they good fishing boats, and you got a picture of the boat, Jared? Uh, yeah, I do have one actually. Let me uh, let me throw it up here on the screen because those uh, boats are fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. No, I have to search for it. Give me just a second. All right, but all go right. ahead. Go well, ahead Chance, go when did you get into this? When did when did you uh, come on board? I with started decanning with him when I was probably 14 and i think 15 was my first full season so then i did that until i graduated high school as soon as i graduated high school i uh, got hired on at ocean springs fire department did that for two years well then i couldn't decade for him because he needed a full-time mate so then i was like and i had got my captain's license before i graduated high school before i even walked across the stage i really? already had it nice so i was like i'm gonna go buy me a boat so i bought a 23 mako and 28 I, no my first one. Oh yeah yeah forgot about that I, he got me on that one yeah, i forgot all yeah, about that one. Yeah. Like, we've been like a boat poor i had half a hundred boats and you're like <laughs> yeah huh? yeah so i bought a 23 mako it had a evan root yeah. on it then i found me a mercury verado in a uh, dolphin island so i put, repowered it put yeah. a four stroke on it went fishing three times with my friends i said this ain't it this I can't fish off of this. Yeah, I, there ain't no way in hell I could have guests right. on this boat. Right, with me. I went on and I'm like, this ain't getting it. So, I was, the, when I decided oh, this ain't it, um, I found it was uh, what's his name? Dennis Mines. Dennis Mines had a 28 Mako that's been sitting in the back of Crown Leisure for like a year. And I was like, so we went and looked at it. I was like, man, we can make this work. He just put a brand new powerhead on one of the engines. So then I sold that boat the same day. I brought the same the money from that boat, brought it to Dennis Mines, and bought it. And I had some money put up. So I bought it. Then I fished it for a year. Ended up busting a transom out of it. That made bust transom. Yeah, yeah. How, how did that happen? A long. Okay. <laughs> he had, we'll, uh, we'll stick with that. But they out there amberjack fishing. Yeah, we was amberjack fishing. We was like two miles from the rig I was going to. Can you ju- hey, jump that mic up just a little bit for us? Yeah, straight up. There it is, right then, there. Uh, All right, right there. So uh, they hit a log and drive the trim trap through the back of the boat on the Ooh. port side. Softball-sized hole. In like, it. yeah. So Tell after them all that, about that story. After that happened, 
So we stop. I look in the village. I'm like, man, we ain't taking on water. We're good. Yeah. So guess what we did? Kept fishing. We went Amberjack fishing. Yeah. The trance was like a, a Just piece barely of a spaghetti on. noodle. It's back there wobbling. And then so we ended up catching a lemon Amberjack, caught some snapper. And this before I, this is when I was a, a state boat still. Then so I got in. I tore everything off of it, all my electronics, everything. I posted on Facebook for very cheap. Yeah. Sold it within two hours. Dude drove overnight through the night from South Florida somewhere, picked it up. Then, actually, we already had the, the Bertram when all this happened. Yeah. It was sitting in the yard, and he wanted to use the boat. The day I broke the transom, like that following weekend, like there was it. a poker run Yeah, for – Water crow ball, and I got a softball. So he said, You think I can put a piece of starboard over the hole and, and make the, Tape the it poker up. run? I yeah. want to go riding the twin 300s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a 58 mile an hour boat. It was fast. Oh, it, was, it was cool. Well, it's a, it's a draw. Like you say with those old Bertrams, you know, they're sawed after them old Makos. There's a lot of people. That's what a lot of people cut their teeth on, especially in the charter boat they world, was no them old Makos. But it was heavy for sure. That was a yeah. good boat. So then we redid it. Then. This is my fourth year in business. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Reed says your 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 newest boat is uh, called Mailbox Money. Right. Yeah. I got to keep that mailbox coming. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I got a picture of the uh, of the boat y'all fish now, so I'm gonna flash that on the screen. It's the uh, Spray You Later Two. That's yeah. mine. That's yeah. yours. That's yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see what we're talking about here. So that's what you're in now, right? That's what you. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my boat. We yeah. Both we have one. we saw y'all uh, at the the Cobia tournament. Yeah. Um. The what thirty fifth annual yeah. the Danny's tournament down there and y'all had both of them pulled up in the uh in the slips down there and it looked pretty cool man to see y'all pull up together like that that's we pretty fish cool. against each other yeah. one day <laughs> one day I'm a win y'all had a little different style of music though when y'all yeah, pulled up yeah. to the dock slightly slightly different <laughs> slightly different they what's the what's the competition like between y'all y'all well, help each other or y'all y'all aggressive you know no, I got a aggressively good story. competitive what's going yeah, on well uh, <laughs> the the Sunday uh, when he caught the six three pounder he's like. I said, I'm at standing there leaving before us. I'm like, y'all want to put a little something brown bag on it? No, we just going for fun, Dad. Yeah, so, I would have took his money. Yeah. All right, yeah. See you later this evening. Last yeah. year we did the brown bag because they yeah. canceled the shootout last year. And so I ended up winning it last year. Yep. We had 11 boats in it last year. I won it. That's how the Bar Fish Association site come up, page come up yeah. on uh, Facebook. No, the COVID got Danny's tournament last yeah. year. So yeah. we did a That was his a idea. I was like, well, let's do a fish tournament. So 500 bucks, everybody bar fishes. So there was 11 of us on the bar, and it, I kind of felt bad. I was like, man, I, me and my dad playing the tournament. The first annual, we win it. You yeah. know, I was like, yeah, yeah, rigged. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rigged. <laughs> if y'all was all fishing the same yeah. spot. You could, you know. I was like, it's – it's kind of luck, so whoever the fish rolls up on, yeah. you got to you yeah. just got to catch it. Well, for the layman's, explain what the brown bag is, because most people might not have heard that jargon before. Uh, just a like a, a funsy where you can uh, everybody can put up say five bitcoins a boat, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then winner take all. And right. then uh, we had a couple sponsors that throwed in a little bit, so I just made a drawing lay the cards out and give them an entry free back it, it, it was a good time it was right. a local uh on this side chandelier deal horn island wherever you want to go but you, you got to be over here right it, it was just one of those things where just and and then at one time everybody was like well we don't want no more than 10 boats in it 
like, and it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm like, well, all right, then let's. So I stopped it off at eleven. So it was just a funsy for eleven of us because we're trying to. I my thing is I just want to get uh, everybody back to fishing local, right? And uh, n- not worrying about who's going to Cocodry and who's going to Destin and let's fish Chandelier and I mean I know there's no rigs left and I understand but a lemon fish is a migrating fish it never stops moving. One day your day comes and the girl's gonna fly by you and you're gonna say. They're the boogeyman. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from Florida to Texas, they keep on rolling. They come ain't back. moving. Yeah. They stopping. They they gonna chill out. But that's my thing. I just that was that was where I come up with the brown bag deal and the barfish association was where we could have a little bit of fun if the weather permitting. Right. And the spring migration comes in correctly. I mean, I've been doing it. For since uh, my first Gorn Flows tournament was 1995, or yeah, in uh, the shootout, we weighed in a 50 something pounder that day, and I don't know, it was I think we might have placed a little bit, but but it was at the old pavilion before the all that stuff got right blowed yeah. away. Yeah, when the old bar and all yeah, that yeah, the down bar there. and the yeah. pavilion that's back then, and uh, and uh, we made a little board there and. I mean, I didn't make the lime life until 1999 is then I started. I, that's when I won a shootout in 99 with my first, like, sure enough, slam the dock fish. Stud, yeah. 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 So that was on the outside beach of Chandelier. It wasn't on the north end. I decided to go down there by myself one day. South of the red buoy. Everybody's fishing by the red buoy. That's the new north end, I call it, by the way. And they, like... <laughs> And I still have it on the chart. It's like 1999. We're going to party like it's 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had like five Dukes in one day, and they swear. I And in the following year, I had to take a polygraph because they was like, <laughs> nah, Seaboy ain't catching it. But anyway, I passed polygraph. So it's like from. He thought you was going to Destin or somewhere. You're snagging no, they, they're like, huh? yeah. He's not fishing North End. He's no way he's catching fish. But anyway. From the Pelican down to, like, Redfish Point, that's where all this action's been happening. And Chance is only, like, a mile or something above me. Well, he shoots me some numbers this week for the Going Flows tournament. Yeah, we win. Yeah, that's I said, I said, come up to Here, the Dad, tower. you I fish said, these. Yeah. I said, come check this out. I said, it's like, look where we're fishing. Both I have, We have all – both our numbers are yeah. – we, we have identical numbers. So, he's my chips, my his chips. He gets a bone uh, he gives dad's chip. Yeah. So uh, y'all that's worth his weight in gold. You know right what I'm about that? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. anyway. And so, I'm like, this is where I caught the 50-pounder at. Then, I caught the 63-pounder there. And I was like, you got – I said, I said, and look where the 1999 spot is. Then, I was like, try this number out. Well, he takes a picture with his phone. Well, he goes and fishes it during the two-day a couple weeks ago. We well, popped three right off the bat. Pow, pow, ends pow. Up, <laughs> ends up winning first place the first day. Then Sunday, we got blowed out. So, yeah. but I was like, like hot tip, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got he got the, all the credit for that one. So, yeah. y'all were mentioning before we went live a little bit, y'all fish all pretty much no super secret spots, right? I mean, is that – No, not you, really. I mean, you, we're fishing migrating fish. Yeah, so – Chumming ain't nothing but a shrimp boat laid up waiting on a lemon fish to show up. Yeah. yeah. 
And y'all are y'all are big chandelier. That's that's y'all's go to, right? It's just it, fish. It, we, we have fun. Yeah. Them rig runners, hey, you might catch more fish. You might see more fish, get to do more stuff, but it's not fun. Like, we're anchored up, drinking beer with our buddies, listening <laughs> yeah. to music, yeah. hanging out. Like, it's, it's not work. But, yeah. Joe, but the just, thing is, I've won going flows three times sitting on the outside beach chandelier. Right. So, you see the three here or three there. Yeah, I mean, the bad thing is, like, one day the three-engine boat is going to stomp your ass. We know that. Yeah. yeah. But – when I decide to catch two seventy fives in two days, they ain't they can't even play with it. Right. All they done was burn a whole lot of money in the gas. Yeah, they do. And but it it's it's all it's a gamble going. It's over part there. of right. the game at fishing chandelier. Because back in the day, in the two thousands and to two thousand and five, six, ten, chandelier was going to win. Yeah, the big girls migrating that beach. That's I tell when people 50 boats were fishing what, on the outside. Yeah. What, yeah. what do you 50. think the attraction of chandelier is? Is that just like the halfway mark or just where the they're fence. going? They can't swim over the fence. They got to go right through it. Huh? No, they they got to go around go, it. They, they got to take a left. Yeah. <laughs> so they that hit it. They got to go. Yeah. 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 I'm the one naming the defense. Yeah, yeah. I saw the shirt the other day. Yeah. Said so I, I was like, there's no way that they got to turn left. It's a 24 mile island. They're migrating east to west. Some miss it, some don't. They turning left. Right. And that's where y'all said. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a little story. It was, uh, let me think what year that was. Hold on. Somewhere around 91 or 92, I had a 21 uh, well craft with a windshield model with a 150 Mercury. Well, we would go down to 102 and, and fish the shallow rigs, shallow field down there back in the day before all of it got clipped. We'd go catch some snappers, whatever. So we're headed northbound. And it was a big, giant groundswell. I'll never forget it. And uh, so I'm coming up the island, and we're just riding along there. You know, one engine, you ain't doing about 25, 26 miles an hour. There ain't nothing going fast back then. Right. Old Mike Vasali said, see, Bo, I think I just seen some lemonfish swimming on top, headed south. I said, what? I said, next time, what? what? I said, you got to throw a hugger overboard. <laughs> Market, yeah, we're yeah, going. We're yeah. still headed north, and he says, "Damn, I see some more." He threw the hugger overboard. It was a pod of four just finning on top, headed mm -hmm. southbound, and it was around Redfish Point. So it was before ninety nine. So it was like five, six years. Nobody believes the story much as much as I do. So we whipped her back around when the wake stopped. It was flat and groundswell. We whipped her back around, and we threw the jig, caught one, and like. Well, we couldn't, didn't have a lot of gas, so we had to, like, we can't stay here long because we only got 50 gallons of this old well craft. We got to, it's 50 gallons there and back. Either that, you're going to run on, on the gas on Ocean Springs Harbor. Yeah. 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 Which happened before on the boat trailer. <laughs> that's when so, you fired just as much gas as oil with them old two-strokes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that's back in the day. I just want everybody to know that. So that's how I ended up on the outside beach of Chandelier from the Pelican to the Redfish Point. I seen them fish popped up that day, and it was unbelievable. We didn't know what to do with it. We ain't never seen nothing like that. No. It was like, and they swimming in pods just coming down the island in the 90s, and it's like. It so, like redfish on top of the water. Oh, yeah, they swimming with their dorsal out of the water, the top back fin just getting down. I'm like. You was hooked. I was hooked. <laughs> you was hooked. I said, so in 99. I left the Point Cadet Marina. That was, uh, I said, 
I'm going, I done figured out where I was going. I said, I'm going to Redfish Point where the pipeline crosses the beach. Went down there, turned the radio off. Six lemon fish wouldn't even fit in the box. Two went in the floor. And one was 78 on towels rolling out of a 178 double door got. We don't, and then the other one winning was in the 60s swimming side by side with her when we hooked that fish. I'm like, oh, no, we don't even know what to do with it. But we got them both in the boat. Mm-hmm. We're going to uh, fish this again. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, But we was headed home at 11 o'clock on the Cobia shootout in 1999 with a one-fish deal. I mean, it was retarded. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I ain't like it's, – it's all luck. Cause it was meant to be, and it's, that's how I ended up down on the outside beach chandelier. The north end, I don't know what's wrong with it. I've tried it. We've stopped. We just, it just ain't happening. But back in the day, that's where the two state records came from. Yeah, I've been on that beach the day the two state records has been. What is that? One hundred eight. One. What was the state records? Uh, yeah, one hundred six and a one hundred five. Yeah. Both of them was caught the same day. Uh, but that was going flows too. It didn't have yeah. like three hundred pounders hit the de- at the same time. Hit no, the just two. Was two. But Robert Earl was over here. I mean, uh, Michael Funyani was on the west side of the bar, and then Dennis Miles then rolled up with Mister Green's uh, Lafitte skiff. Well, they catch a one hundred seven six over there. They catch a one hundred five, and the water was so pretty. I'll never forget it. Far as you drive a pogo board, it sit on the bottom, and I'm like. And, you could, and then you look, and the fins would be on the bottom, and brown fish would be just swimming in the sand underneath the boat. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that since – that was 1994. So I haven't seen that since then. The water has never been that clear on that north end and mm-hmm. that beach. I've seen it one time. Yeah, he's seen it before. No, but I've it, seen it with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we got second place. We whacked him a couple times. With, but we, the uh, clear water is just unbelievable. I wonder what caused that that year. You ever put any signs behind the, behind that? I don't know. We caught eleven fish. We was like nineteen thousand off of honorable mention. I was fishing with Kevin Higginbottom in an old uh, uh, harborcraft he had. It was like we had like eleven fish. We weren't even close to being on the board. They spanked so many big fish, it wasn't even fun. I could tell you one thing. If I caught a 105-pound lemon fish and came in second place in four <laughs> clothes, I, I would be pissed be off. Pissed. That's what I'm talking about. There ain't no doubt. There ain't no so doubt. I got to look at the board. Like, so in 2000, we win the uh, Gorn Flows tournament, and I, I, got, I have this stuff on the, on the wall that explains how the board was. And, and you can ask Chance. People come in my house, and they look at that picture on that wall, and they like, my fish. God. Five fish, uh, escape caught a 99 and like a 46, a 32. There's a 92. They're in Sand fifth place. Yeah, that's crazy. And Sand bartender had a 92, 57, and my our fish was 69, 67, 60, 60. Which would be big fish today. 57. But then, yeah. No, five fish aggregate, 315 pounds. And five sixties is hard to beat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So here we win, and we win eight thousand dollars, but the escape wins like twelve, fifteen thousand dollars with the ninety-nine pounder. Mm. The big fish, the lunker, always takes the deal, but he can't finish the deal because he don't. He's on the north end and can't finish the deal. It was just amazing. A couple of years later, I'm out there, and when uh, Kenny Bless wins, wins on the fish on the, in '99, we 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 hit the. Uh, on Thursday, we roll out there, catch 
four nice ones. And then the northerner came by, the old April northerner. So somehow or another, Kenny jumps across, Don Bayers jumps across. I heard Don Bayers come over the radio, just put one in the box, weighed 92 pounds on my scale. I'm like, the hell? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he jumps out there, goes to the north end. They just pop and like, it's just stupid. Yeah. But it, it's just one of them things back in the day, we're all on the radio, and it was just so much going on. Didn't you make the newspaper the next day? You're like, oh, we got this. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're like, boop, 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 boop. You're like, so you're just hanging in there like to have a good time, but it just, on a four-day event in this going flows tournament, these young guys just don't understand. It was Monday catfishing, Tuesday catfishing, and then Wednesday catfishing captain's meeting. You better have 50, 150, 200 catfish in the cage just get ready yeah. to go uh, COVID yeah. fishing. Yeah. Well, that's what Mr. Danny said. It used to be all week. The whole yeah. thing. Oh, they did was 10 all, days. 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's, long time. That's a lot of fishing. Yeah. But they didn't, you know, they, they did the same thing. It was uh, weather. And then Horn Island one time was like on fire, like real early. So they would set it before Sharon Lyric popped off. So Horn Island would like kick off and, and then the grass beds at Horn Island. That's the reason it was a 10 day deal back then. So they could get. Horn Island in, and then all of a sudden the fish were just load up at Chandelier. Hell, there was like like uh, David Crochet and them. They had uh, VHF radios on their house on the point of Biloxi, so she could talk to the last lady, David Crochet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like a legend. I mean, he caught nineties and hundreds, and they was in the day like way before me. And then Artie Desport. I mean, they always chummed and. And you had a rig runner had to give it hell to catch fish that chandelier could produce. Right. It was just um, that was my thing. I started off said, yeah, we can run the rigs and, and compete in them. We tried that. Went all that's when they had pipes off of Petty Boy. And then all of a sudden I was like, I think I need to learn how to chum, <laughs> and I did. Sitting on chandelier. Yeah. That's yeah. Where the studs yeah. Are. So what's what's the, the the Facebook page or group that you were telling us about? Can you go into a little bit more uh, about that? Well, like, Chance started this Barfish Association. It was it was something we wanted to throw out there for. Uh, well, I think we're up to three four hundred people now in it. But Mike Vasali invented it. Yeah, he yeah. Mike Vasali. Mike Vasali is a good guy. Was that yeah. the tournament that you did in twenty, or this is something no, so totally this, separate? This okay. is just a group. Of okay. people that fish the bar. All That's right. all it is. Okay. This ain't like a tournament page or nothing. It's just a. If you catch a fish, chumming, you post it on here. I got Not you. one of those things. Well, Mike, for the past ten years, when I was fishing with my dad, would always be like, "Y'all got to pay y'all's dues at Bar Fish Association on the radio." He did every year. Well, then I was like. Then COVID got us, and I was like, I'm going to create a Facebook page called the Barfish Association. You know, yeah. We didn't have really much to do. So I did that. Then Danny came out and was like, I canceled tournament. I was like, well, it's a perfect page to put yeah, to put it on. Yeah. And, you know, it worked out good. So we had a uh, Barfish Association brown bag tournament, and the cabin meeting was at my house, and you had to drive by. And you couldn't stay but six foot apart. <laughs> of course, there was a lot of beer drinking. On Everybody stayed like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how'd that six feet turn out? Uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. We all had a good time. So we had no scale. Uh, nice. So it was like. Just one of these kind of where you you hold it and figure yeah, out. Yeah, I'm like, 
this is a Fonzie. I yeah. mean, why would you have? But it's a, still fifty five hundred dollars. Right, no, that's true too. Fifty five hundred dollars yeah. cash, and uh, uh, Kevin and Gills throwed in five hundred. So I just put that on like an entry fee. Somebody mm-hmm. one so, out of eleven is going to get their so money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. one out of ten losers is going to get that. So I drew that, and uh, Chance won that. He and they all we all looking to fish, and it was rough inside of Horn Island that day. I'm like. I said, that fish is bigger than them three you got over there, Josh. He's like, oh, no, we got to go weigh them all in. Yeah, we tied up stern to stern. And it's horn rough. And, and I I knew I had a big fish, so did. that's why I tied up to him. So I was like, I'm no – well, them, like, Soul Fisher had a fish. So they would just come drifting by us, like, 20 foot off, and they'd hold their fish out of the cooler. Well, they was all, like, 25, 35-pound fish. Yeah, nobody had any big ones. Well, I was the only one with a, a large fish. So yeah. – it didn't. I mean, I'm like, snap! The girth on that thing was. It, it was had short. like a short with a big old belly and all that. I'm like, but what's crazy? I was entered in Nikki's tournament that year, and I go and weigh it in. There was a fish, I think one inch shorter. It was twelve pounds less weight than my fish. Wow! That's we were. Isn't that the one we did? Weren't we there? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We interviewed. Yeah, yeah. 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 I told you about it. I said yeah. it's what? one inch shorter, twelve pounds less. Wasn't the wasn't the winner like ninety pounds? Do I remember that right? Or was oh, it about yeah. that? It was eighty yeah. done. That eighty was, nine pounds. Yeah, that was uh, Mike and him. Yeah, I was Mike there Lewis, the day yeah. he weighed it in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the same day I weighed in my fifty pound. That's pretty yeah. yeah, we interviewed you there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a good time. Seems like a lifetime ago. I don't really remember it. Yeah, I was there. That's how you know you were there because you don't really remember it. So. <laughs> what did COVID hit y'all pretty bad on the charters, or did y'all uh, never check up? Well, it, it was a papa to do until snapper season opened. Okay, when June one come, everybody that's a, wanted something to do. Everybody yeah. wants something to do. That's right. kind of what everybody's been telling us. Like, and, that we've uh, asked that question. We rolled. We yeah. rolled pretty good. The fishing was good all the way to the end. And I'm gonna uh, flash some of these pictures that you sent. Uh, speaking of snapper. Uh, this is some of y'all. This is you in front of your sign here. It's with, fixing to crank back up, What a too. pile of them. Um, oh, yeah. Let me go, go through just a couple so people watching, if you've never heard of uh, of uh, Spray You Later Fisher Charters, you know what they can produce here. I mean, that just looks like a damn good time. Yeah. I don't know what else you'd want to be doing with your time. Now, when y'all when y'all do inshore, what are y'all? Y'all are mostly trolling? Is that usually how y'all are doing? Well, well it's uh, like right now. Yeah. We've been uh, bait fishing, like starting off catching croakers and white trout. Just to go have bait to go set up somewhere and chum, catch redfish, sharks. Right. The water uh, temperature. Yeah, the water temperature is not. It, it finally made it to 82 today, Chance. Yeah. That's good. Is so it still hard to buy a live bait right now? Uh, 76 degrees uh, at the end of May. Wow. Got some croakers right now. Okay. Okay. I know that's been a problem for a little while. Buying Finding live bait. Buying yeah, it. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. they're not catching stuff. any. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Everything's yeah. still offshore. No, it's it's It's, it's, it's crazy. Up. Yeah. So what do you what do you think that, that the water's just not hot enough for them to move back in yet? Oh, I think so. It's not then right. It, it's not right. Not like too much rain, too much wind. Just something ain't right. Temperature. Well, like yeah. yeah, I think. Have you ever not sweated the whole month I, of May? I was just right. to say we actually got like a winter d- this year, and we've actually like Global you said, we, it's it's almost May. Tw- <laughs> it's May twenty fourth today, and we ha- I haven't had one of them days yet today. where it was just brutally. Yeah, today yeah. was kind of getting yeah. there. Y'all but want sensei? How many years has it been since that's happened? Right. I've never seen it. Y'all want yeah. sensei's philosophy? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here comes the experience. Tell us. Tell us. I think the uh, the lunar calendar is shifting the same. I've been watching it for years. Mm-hmm. Number one, there's always a full moon front in the full moon. So you have to watch the moon and the calendar at the same time. You guys are young. 
I've seen it all. It's been like a cycle of like retardedness of wit when the spring won't let go. Sometimes in on like May third, it's, it's the water temperature jump up and you'll be in. You can't take it. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's what you got to deal with. Yeah. Normally the week after going flows two day, it's hot as mm-hmm. hell. You, you mm-hmm. can't chum anymore. No, because it's so hot. Like and you, the catfish eat you up. Really? Yeah, it is yeah. hot. Now do you do you have a log book? Going back from your early days of when to go. Sorry, Joe, it's all in my head. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. my <laughs> grandpa, you're looking at the book look, right there. I have, my grandpa told me when I was really young, he <laughs> said, every day you go fishing, write it down in the book and tell you the, the moon and the temperature and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, grandpa, I'll try to do that. I never yeah. did that. You, you can ask saying? him. I, yeah. I know every fishing trip I've ever been on. I really? it, it sounds like it just from the way y'all telling them. I mean, you talking about stories from 99, 95, you know? My old lady always gets mad at me. She's like, you remember every fish trip you go on, but you can't remember, can't remember the thing I told you yeah. five minutes my ago. My birthday, my anniversary. Yeah. You saw. Yeah. yeah, I try. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. I don't know what to tell Facebook's you. a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, those reminders. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it is no doubt. So so we talked a little bit about tournaments and stuff, and I kind of heard you mention it. I mean, y'all are big on keeping everything local uh, when it comes to the, I guess, the rules, right, of the tournament. You want to keep everybody in Mississippi waters and not doing stuff so much going back and forth across state lines. Is, well, am I hearing that right? Well, I where everybody has to weigh in like the four-day tournament when he used to fish you had to come in every day right or not necessarily it was a it was a five fish aggregate and you had you only could weigh three a day uh-huh. so you can't come and slam the dock on sunday okay yeah. if you didn't have two on the board you couldn't weigh in on sunday or you you could but you can't compete does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, with a three fish aggregate tournament, and you can weigh three fish in the same day. The strategy is go fish where you want, come back, slam dock on Sunday. Right, right, right. But that's why Danny did a Saturday event. He Side did pot. that. He did that for us, so we could fish around here. And the guys that wanted to go to Cocodry or West Texas or wherever they go, we call them the West Siders. I ain't hating on them, but I'm just trying to figure out I like i like it local right i, I i'm not i, I mean so, so people that are listening like what you, what you're saying correct me if i'm wrong if i'm hearing you wrong but like if you do a three-day tournament you don't have the way in every day people can take their boat and just go wherever the hell they want and just wait to the last day and then come in right they can stay out far go far correct and, and, but if you have to weigh fish in every day it limits how far you can uh take your how, how far you can go on the boat because all this is based on the honor system anyway, right? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no – I mean, as far as I know – We're not GPS tracking boats Well, number anything. one, no. as far as I know, I'm the last – me and Bill Davis is the last two that's been polygraphed at Gornflows. Yeah. And that was in uh, 2000, as far as I know. So somebody protested and they lost their money. Yeah. So the thing is that we always have to remember, back when the four-stroke engine was invented – that changed the rules of Absolutely. how far we can go. Right. You always got always got to remember that. And I and I respect that. I mean, I have one myself. But and also I have a, a pair of twin diesels. But like I said, in 2015, they could have went to Destin, Panama, Argentina, but then pair of 75s and then 52, they ain't beating them two girls. Yeah. That's not happening. That then both them fish come off a of chandelier. Yeah. You're catching a little heat in the comments over the old lady comment. 
Exactly. My fiance. I'm ain't going to get it. I say it too all the time. Don't worry about it. So if you think about that. It's O-L-E. Yeah, right. It's not old. You're right. O-L-E. Yeah. My participation in this is because I want to prove that one day Sharon Lear will win again. I will donate to the Coquitry game in the West Side. I don't mind. It was twenty six seventy five across the board this year. Yeah, it was like snap. Yeah. Where y'all yeah. come up with them dollars? But anyway, we all played it. When when was the last time Chandelier won it? To uh, your knowledge. Well, Hussein them uh, picked up uh, a shootout fish uh, like a couple years a couple no, years ago. No, that was they called that fish local. On the east side, east but I don't side. think it was. No, they did when him and Joey Davis won. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I think that was on the two day. I don't remember, 19. but I know that. No, Hussein, Joey Davis, and a couple other guys. They did win it. I think it was two years. The yeah. year before. So it hadn't been long. No, you you have uh, the arena won it consecutively two years in a row. So yeah. year before COVID, year after COVID. So it was before that. So I think it had to have been the year before that. And that's Michael, right? McDermott yeah, with McDermott, the arena. Yeah. yeah. He running that big old yellow fence. They got yeah. it going on. I ain't yeah. no doubt. If yeah. I, I mean, if I had that whip and I could roll around and let her rip. But in 2008, uh, in the shootout, Chance was like 10. Austin Duran was 12. I put 35 gallons of gas in a 20. It was $50. I remember going yeah. to pay for it. 23, uh, 23 Rabalo. <laughs> 75 they pounds. They can't even make out of the harbor for that. No. 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 Uh, no. 75 pounds of chum, two or three eels, bar some catfish from somebody. So me, him, and Darren, we want to uh, follow our son. We caught five lemon fish. Catfish died by the, on the way out. Yeah, on the outside beach of uh, by the out. Pelican. Yeah. We come in and rock the dock. And I was like, what's up with this? That day, I can remember it. So, yeah, you know, he good. said that. That was the last time he got to see the bottom. Yeah, I remember that, was the day, that seen the day going up on the bow and letting the anchor over, and I watched the chain coil up. I said, Dad, something's wrong. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, I can see the anchor. Yeah. <laughs> Water's too clear <laughs> yeah. with chandelier. Yeah. He said, yeah. he said it, it's got to be on bottom. I was, like, I, don't, I was like, I've never seen the anchor chain before. That was a good time. And then uh, I think as soon as the sun got up a little bit, the dirty, dirtier water pushed in. But I remember it was it, just green. It was barely the daylight, and I could see the bottom. Crystal clear. Wow. But, think, uh, but we ended up coming in second that day. Kevin Higginbottom went across the river. Caught him in, uh, like a 65 and another fish. I mean, it was a great shootout for right. Gorm Flows. I mean, but, a lot of big fish caught. Yeah, yeah, a lot of big fish caught. But at home, it was like strong. I rolled in with like a 54 and a 48. What was funny, we caught all those fish at one time. Yeah, one time. Wow, it was wow, a wow, pot wow. of fish. Yeah. So they just cruising by. The first they fish, rolled up the back of the boat. The first fish we hooked was like a 20-something pounder. Yeah. Well, they're fighting it. Then all of a sudden, there's four lemon fish swimming around the chump slick right behind the boat. We're like, and he's so me and Austin. He's like, "Here's a rod," and he's like, 12 I'm ten. Yeah, right. So, so take so, it to the bow. So right. we're up on the bow. I mean, we're young. Yeah. Get that one out of my way. And yeah, we yeah. turn around. There's three fish on the deck. Then all of a sudden, I gaffed all three of them. I'm like the, them forties and fifties, and they was on the deck. And I'm like, "All right, y'all do what y'all." We swung that, yeah. that little baby fish. <laughs> take he, that little dick killed. somewhere. <laughs> But I remember that's it. how he got what he got. Yeah, that's a good. But, that's a good way to learn. Yeah. Ten years old, hold this and get take it to the bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell a story about when you was uh, in 2011 and we caught the 32 on outside beach. Remember that with me, you yeah. and Albert, and all that we would go. Yeah. When oh, the man. fish ran inside the boat. Yeah. Y'all he, gotta hear it. He's like, he's like every time he goes, 
I'm going, we're going to go like, come on, we're going. <laughs> when I said it was easy. It's easy. He said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> in 2011, was. I was, I had a, like a banner year. I won, uh, we won a uh, Gills tournament coming second during Gorn Flows. I caught a 65 uh, that day of the Gorn Flows. Actually, I posted it on Facebook the other day because it was just one of them days where you pick up the anchor and you go chase a fish down. That's a cool story. There's nobody ever done that as far as I know chumming. So the fish come up. I seen it coming with the fins out of the water. It was so calm. It was like flat as his table mm-hmm. and we're chumming and i'm like oh my god it's and then next thing you know it passes the boat up i'm like pick the anchor up we're chumming <laughs> we're going to get it we're dragging chompers overboard uh killer bee bags and we don't have any fishing poles ready and we kept throwing this one 330 with some 80 on it it wasn't going nowhere with an eel mm-hmm. <laughs> i said get that gay ass eel off now <laughs> i'm on top you know me captain Satinko. i'm like Serious shit, I'm mad. Yeah. So they grabbed a 330 and it has a circle hook on it. We didn't even use circle hooks back then. So it happened to have one on there. They put that eel on there. Next thing you know, I throw it over that lemon fish broke in half. I'm like, don't do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got it. I watched her inhale it. And I'm like, Kelly, whatever you do, just put it in gear. Go, Kelly Dick. He oh, throw it Kelly. in gear. Man, that fish come up and hit the top of the water. I'm like, that's her yeah but anyway we won that a couple it was like a hell of a damn day it was unbelievable that would you just stuff that you see out there what do you yeah. what is the most of y'all's clientele charters when they come in are they chasing lemon fish or do they care do they just say put me on fish what how, uh you coerce them into going lemon fish very, very <laughs> the thing about cobia fishing is nobody has patience to pay you to be patient right they're not deer right. hunters they want action no they want they're killers they want to fill their freezer. Okay. Quick, fast, and ugly. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. So, actually, I quit cobia fishing. If I catch a cobia on a, a charter, it's pure Love. incidental. Yeah. Right. But at, at years ago, I used to, and I got a bad review, and I said, that's it for me. He. Uh, oh, so y'all went out there and sat one day? Oh, I've done it before. People yeah. love, I mean, they, they were like, you the man? I'm like, no, not when I get a bad review. Right, because yeah. that, that is going to affect your business, right? Exactly. Somebody says something. Can't have it. Yeah. Well, well everybody yeah. doesn't like running and gunning. Everybody, I mean, some people just like sitting like the I like the, the, the picture yeah. he was painting with the radio on and drinking beer. I mean, what's wrong with that all day long? <laughs> you know? Some people, <laughs> look. They don't want to pay some and sit. As long go. as you got the right playlist, I'm good to go. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. I'm CCR, with you. ACDC, I mean, with, enough cold beer for, for the day. We're Case good. It's just like the other day. I mean, uh, Chance was on my starboard side. Uh, let's see, he's on starboard. Photos on my poor side. He's in the middle. I'm we in the middle of them two. 100 yards apart. three boats. Mm-hmm. I catch a 45-pounder. Mm-hmm. It's low. Now they swim to him. He's a magnet. Yeah. Look, aggravating. Shoot, one lap around a boat. It's on the deck. Blood everywhere. I'm like, I didn't get a fish chance to swim around. Right. I gaffed him so fast that the dude didn't know what happened. He didn't get to fight it. <laughs> I'm a killer. He didn't even know he was hooked. No, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Once it got close to the boat, I killed it. I, yeah. he, I bet if you wouldn't have hooked it, it probably would have just jumped in the ice chest. <laughs> it probably would have. <laughs> Did he fillet himself? <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't no doubt. But, but uh, as far as uh, what we trying to do is, you just – gotta go with what's going on with every day on what we're catching yeah when the weather's bad you can't but we love to troll because there's so much action in it spanish yeah. michael bonita jack yeah. Vells, and you don't have to worry about 
folks throwing a pole or throwing it overboard or whatever. So it's, yeah, just put it in rod holder. Put it in rod holder. Let, let it really go. Be. Let's yeah. catch some fish and the day and he such caught as. That, the day he caught that forty five pounder about two minutes before he called it. He said, "What you got?" I said, "I got two sharks and a rod and reel in the water." Yeah, handed the rod yeah. off and went. We had right uh, in the drink. We had uh, Graham uh, Compton on here earlier. He wrote in on all caps: "Rod in the rod holder." <laughs> Rule number one, Graham. Rod in the rod, rod in the rod holder. Well, so. Graham was one of my apprentices. By okay. the way, Tom, I was. Yeah. yeah. So he knows the deal. He knows the deal. Yeah. Rule number one on charter boat: Rod goes in the rod holder. <laughs> that is the number one first rule. Sounds like a simple rule, but I'm guessing it probably gets broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Occasionally, quite often. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got it. I, I'll say it 30 times a day. Yeah. When during snapper season, because their rod's in their hand. It, mm-hmm. I think 30 times a day is a pretty good average. Yeah. yeah. I've trained a lot of good ones. Yeah. You. Put, put them out there. Graham, uh, Jared O'Grady, uh, uh, Nathan uh, Richards, Ethan mm-hmm. Richards. Ethan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Half the charter boat captains on the coast. Chance Seymour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. I got to think about this. And then uh, Justin, he's been with me for four or five years. He, he's just like he's like a magnet. He's like he's he's on point. All right. I got to do is drive a boat. You don't have to say nothing to him. You don't have to talk to him. No, he's great. To him. Well, it's got to be cool. I mean, oh, training these people and then seeing them come up and be successful oh, captains yeah. themselves. Yeah, there's no doubt. Matt yeah. Westover's in the comments. Oh, don't Matt, forget I, him. No, I forgot about Matt. Yeah. Uh, Matt. Yeah, don't forget He calls Matt. me uh, Captain. Matt has yeah. always called me Captain. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I forgot about Matt. Let's see. Make sure make if anybody else I'm forgetting them. Jump sure. in there and let us know. Just jump, we'll in, jump on there and let me know because – it's been such a long ride, so I'm, I'm in my 25th year. So I gotta like figure out what's going on. It's good to see. It's good to see people doing something that they love. Like you said, where you started out, you had a good job, it was a good trade job, but it just I'm assuming wasn't wasn't exactly where you wanted to be. And now you got to 25 years in on a career like this. I got a feeling you don't really regret it. No, nah, I don't. Uh, you know, the, the main thing was I didn't care about catching. I caught about boat riding. Yeah. When you take the boat ride and advantage, you don't care what you catch. You sound like a Seymour to me. Exactly. Because <laughs> I say the same shit all the time. So you know I love what? catching fish. I do. I do too. But we just damn, don't catch them. I just don't. That's right. <laughs> well, we don't go number one. But I we talk, like to boat we ride. We talk about fishing way more yeah. than we do fish. That's a, cool. We, we've, we've admitted that many times on the show. I don't want to be caught lying. And uh, But, man, I just do. I love being out there. I don't care about it. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. just a bonus, right, to me. Oh, yeah. When, I mean, it's fun. When Frank calls me and says, Sebo, <laughs> I got some rods for you. Yeah. like, what you got? Yeah. I go buy them. He's like, you can do whatever you want with them. You know how he is. Oh, yeah. He's, He's talking like, about my dad. For the oh, I still got know. them rods. Actually, Chance got one. Yeah. I sold reels, but we still have the rods. Yeah. Yeah. And they, yeah, they, they'll, they'll stay with us forever. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. promise you. He, uh, he likes to work, him. Yeah. Oh, there ain't no doubt. Yeah. So Maybe. y'all are bo- both out of Point Cadet, right? That's yeah. Both the boats. No, there. Uh, Biloxi Small Craft. I mean, Biloxi, Harbor, y'all yeah. are in Small Craft. Uh, okay. Slip one and two. I'm gonna flash that there sign again right to there. people yeah, that can see it. And for the people on the audio, uh, just to remind you, this is uh, Spray You Later Fishing Charters and their number two two eight eight six one two zero one nine. What uh, what are y'all looking like right now? Y'all pretty booked. I mean, people can they get in there if they want? What's, uh, what's the deal there? Snapper season coming up. I'm sure we y'all have are. Uh, some afternoons. June's almost full. I uh, think I have forty three in June right now. Yeah. So July's looking really good, but uh, 
the, the thing about it is uh, Saturdays goes first, and uh, during red snapper season, it, it's just all supply and demand. So you you have to get on the you have to get with it and get your trip booked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're not yeah, going to get in. People call the time for Fridays and Saturdays. We're already done. I'm like, yeah, that's probably the, that week. No, they're calling like, you that week. For they're, they're, they're calling yeah. now for the month of June. I'm like, that's been gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How far are y'all out? Snapper season six months. Uh, no, probably. I got months? June seventh open. Probably two months. It starts. You start yeah. booking them probably in March. Yeah. yeah, two months. Like you'll get yeah. your Saturdays. Then it'll be the beginning of May. And then the whole it'll the people will be like I want to go snapper fishing. That's right. when they'll start coming in. What's uh where do people go to book with y'all? Where how do y'all do it mainly? Uh, we do it by phone. Just that number that we read Facebook. Out. Yeah. Okay. So they can shoot you a message on your uh, on your Facebook page too. Yeah, we're still doing on Facebook. Okay. All. Okay. And that spray you later fishing charters. Just mm-hmm. type that in on Facebook. It'll come right up. You'll be able to see it. Shoot them a direct message. I'm assuming right. One of y'all will get back to whoever you know people trying to book a charter. Exactly. That's yeah. both of y'all, right? So one and two. Uh, he's you got of, your own, right? He's got his own. Gear. I'm a separate company. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're two, we're two companies, two websites. He just named it number two. Okay. All right. We one. have two McDonald's, not two Burger King McDonald's. <laughs> there you go. That's what we went and bought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. If that makes any sense. So yeah. what's yours, Chance? Tell us um, My Mississippi Gulf Coast Fishing Charge. I went with a generic brand. I plan on growing my company and adding boats. So that's okay. why I didn't go with the boat name. Okay. So that's why I went generic. But my Facebook page is the same, Mississippi Gulf Coast Fish and Charters. Let's talk about that a little bit because I was going to ask both of y'all, but uh, we'll start with you. You know, plans for the future. I mean, you you got 25 years in. You've got how many you said officially? Uh, this is uh, this is my fourth year in company, This with my company. And this is full-time too, right? Full-time. full-time. Well, two years full-time. I was two years 50-50 with the fire department. Gotcha. Actually, no, this is my third year full-time. At one year fifty fifty. Then the year before that, I was decking with him. Okay. So what what's the uh, what's your plan? You said you know you named a, a generic name. That's smart because obviously growth, right? That's yeah, what you want I, to I want to I want to add boats in my fleet. Okay. So, and that's the thing I plan on. You know, I plan on being in the business thirty years. Yeah. The repeat pops. The, the yeah. repeat yeah. clientele yeah. over thirty years. Say it's only ten trips a year. You know, over ten years, that's a full calendar. Right. Hundred trips. Right. Yeah. So what are you going to do with your other people? So I plan on getting another boat soon, but the thing is it's hard to find. Reliable captain, I would assume. Quality captain. Well, yeah. Quality, yeah, yeah. Reliable, yeah. you can find somebody to show up. Okay. Apprenticeship, bro. Yeah. You can't find somebody that's going to – I'm going to have to prove – like I'm going to have to know they're going to be able to – same quality. Yeah. So, so you're gonna have to run them as a deckhand for at least a year, showing the ropes, and then well, put I mean, them on the boat, or should. make sure they are they right. know what they're doing. Yeah, it's just kind of one of those things, but that's what I plan on doing somewhere in the future. Okay. Same boat, Bertram, or Uh probably not. <laughs> we got some other stuff in mind. Yeah. They can make boats that are probably more friendly. Yeah. And when I first grow, it'll probably be a smaller boat. Yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna take advantage of the state snapper season. That's right. gonna be my first set of growth is to do that. Who's got you got the Blazer Bay, don't you? I do, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like for inshore stuff? Uh you do any charters Blazer inshore Bay at all? I used to, but I got tired of towing it to the boat ramp. I'm just my body so that's, that's my just, body can't take it. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, just your hang around boat? Yeah. Like TikTok go fast. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about it, our boats, you can put everything inside our little cabin right. yeah. and you can pull everything out in the morning and yeah, you have to put nothing in your truck except for ice 
Yeah. There's right. not trailering. There's not towing. That's know. a lot of work, man. Yeah. You yeah. leave at 5 o'clock in the morning, you don't get home to 5 o'clock in the evening, somebody will get mad at you. Well, that would probably be your wife. Yeah. yeah. Maintenance and upkeep, yeah. too. No, that's just nonstop. The trailers, they The boat in the harbor with the cabin in the bathroom, You just it's all stowed away. You drag it out in the morning, and it's just, you just and we're ready. We, we get there at 6.30 and leave at 7 a.m. on a dot. Right. You got thirty minute. There's no dragging. There's, I mean, of course you gotta, you gotta, you know, just somebody's got to get down there and get it all out the cabin, which is my deckhand. Yeah. <laughs> then you go what? Just pile up at pads, get bait, and then yeah, just out. roll out. Yeah. 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 That's we were, right. simple. We were talking about it earlier. What's uh, tell us the story behind the uh, the stickers that was on yeah, on the Yeah, I think he gave it away a Cram. little bit earlier when he yeah. was telling that story. Snap. I heard. I heard a pow, pow, pow. Right. Like the so, old Batman yeah. show. Yeah, that was awesome. People who don't know what I'm talking about, at the last Kobe tournament, all the fish that y'all weighed in had, it looked like old comic Sheets book paper. paper that yeah, smacked right. onto them that I did notice they scraped off before they weighed they them. They did. They weren't going to let us get extra <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. But we tell didn't us really that story. need it. Tell us that story. Uh, so Saturday morning at 4.30, uh, we loaded up. We got spread lights on, LED spread light. We lit up. Chance leaves before me. They I left at 11 p.m. Oh, yeah, they my, was already my going. Drunk I forgot about that. talked me into going overnight. Well, Sweet. I get out there, and it's like five foot. Yeah. Then, yeah. So it was laid down by the time. I, so everybody shows up. Oh, I'm out to harbor, and, and uh, Donna Duran says, Sebo, turn around. What? I forgot something in the truck. What? Go back. He gets a folder full of bullshit. <laughs> Well, anyway, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. He, he just got a folder. He, he puts, puts them in the in cabin. All right. I did what he said. What well, the first one we land in the boat is what twenty five pounder. He goes, pow! <laughs> he sticks it on the fish, throws the beer that uh, uh, New Orleans Parish brewing. Okay, so he sticks it on there and he's taking pictures. He says, "That's what we're going to do." Before the brewing company comes in, and all of a sudden, here comes the second one in the boat. He sticks it on the side of it. So we was, that's how that come up. Yeah. He had a old whole itinerary of WTF and PAL and crack off of Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what it, yeah. When I saw it, I was, it was like, that's so the old cool. Batman That's stuff. exactly what yeah. it looked like, yeah. Like every time we punch somebody, pow. Yeah. They were tell about, yeah. uh, I didn't ever tell y'all, in 2015, we uh, give this kid our BB gun. Because we like to shoot the BB gun at cans and stuff while we on the boat, chumming. Uh -huh. uh huh. So this kid was, uh, that was the year we caught the 275s and had uh, 201 pounds with three fish. We was there every, it was Joe Lawson's uh, grandson. So he would show up and he was SYL, SYL. Never stopped. Never yeah. stopped. The whole time. So chanting. we'd throw him fish up there, pow, boom. So on Sunday, we had this BB gun, Red Rider, mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, I said, y'all all go take the the magic marker and sign your a name on it, and we give it to him. We made sure that we <laughs> we dumped all the BBs yeah. out, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. says, hey, does all the BBs out that gun? Danny was freaking out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we ended up giving this BB gun to this kid, and then we got him into pictures with us and everything. He had this lime green shirt on. I have – it's like – was unforgettable gettable about how it actually went down but it was it was really cool but we still take a daisy red rider with us normally every time we go yeah tradition oh yeah 
That's sweet. It's, We've it, hummed uh, pump pellet guns overboard, whatever. Don't shoot. They go in David Jones's locker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds Lost like y'all have a, a ton of fun out there, man. Oh like, yeah. Y'all, you know, just having a good time and. Some years, if you catch big fish early and people are doing good, oh yeah, the radio gets a little out of hand. It's gonna be ugly. Yeah, like there's gonna be a lot of smack talking and yeah. some crazy stuff. Like this past year, everybody was catching fish, but not, nobody had a, a big fish. Yeah, they in tournaments, so like it was all. And there's only like ten boats fishing the bar. In the past, pre-COVID, there was like twenty-five of us right. out there. So there was a pile of boats. So this year wasn't a very good turnout on yeah. the bar. Probably- what, what, what we're trying to do is, like Joey asked me, he's like, what, what's going on with the brown bag and, and all that? I said, the main thing is that we have to understand that uh, Gorn Flows and all the uh, local fishing tournaments was not all about three-engine $750,000 boats. Right. How can a guy with a 23 Mako or 23 Blazer Bay – compete with me i mean i don't i mean i'm just lucky i don't have nothing no no juju or whatever i've done it a long well, you time you mentioned michael funia earlier he's go. usually in a skiff right Wing, but, going out to horn island but if you if you can uh if when you have somebody going two three hundred miles away and coming home to win a trophy everybody gets discouraged right yeah that's right. why we started bar fish association of brown bag right Nothing against beating nobody up from the west side. They probably figured a comment on me like that because they know my feelings about the whole thing. Yeah. It's just – But you're going to win here or you're going to – or let's go to move the tent to coquetry, however you want to do it. Right. You, you want to move the tent to coquetry, I, I'm not going with you. You want to fish here, let's have the tent here. Let's bring it back to old school. We, we uh, Joey and I did a, our first uh, tournament that we put on uh, last year in the middle of COVID and all that fiasco, the Sheep's Head Showdown – and one of the reasons why we picked that fish was because we wanted people to either be able to fish in a boat if they wanted to, but also if you were a pier fisherman, you'd be able to participate and stand just as good a chance as really as anybody else. I mean, that's why we we picked that, and we were pretty yeah. proud of that and had a good turnout. Yeah, ain't, ain't no, no doubt. Middle, yeah. middle of COVID, you know. So. Exactly. We were going to fish it, but when y'all you yeah. know how y'all postponed it? We had to reschedule it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When, y'all, when y'all rescheduled it, that was when we were busy. Yeah. So when it was the first, I was like, heck yeah. I get, oh, yeah. I get to fish another tournament because right. I'm off. Yeah. It's like, I, I fish every, like, that's why we don't fish the Marine Mart is because it's in our busy season. Yeah. Right. That's next week, Memorial Day. I'm right. signing up. Yeah. You're going to fish it? I'm going to sign my people up. I don't know who they are, but I'm going to sign them up. We'll be there. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we'll be there. We're going to do Let's a little. Let's participate. Shop local. local. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll be, uh, ours will be uh, first week in October. October 2nd. Yeah, October 2nd, yeah. Saturday. It's always so a day I don't before know if busy. Uh, cruising the coast. No, I'm awesome. not busy that yeah. time. Yeah. We haven't announced the location yet. We're still trying to work that out. But uh, we want to grow that thing and make it something special, okay. too, you know. Yeah. The, it's a bay snapper, you know. <laughs> I love <laughs> back, bay snapper. back bay snapper. Yeah, exactly. It's fancy, so. Yeah. Uh, I love them. They eat good. They make good ceviche, too. Yeah. Yep. So, uh. Like Joe was talking about with me, like, anyway, uh, you want any tackle recommendations? or? Well, you was going to give out some coordinates today from what I saw on Facebook. So well, stirring that pot, baby. Yeah. Well, let's go. Nobody commented. I'm like, well, I'm not bringing no digits. Okay. Hey, if they did, you got to earn it on so this show. So, what's your go to bait? If you uh, have one, if both of y'all had to name one, what is it? Live cat on the bottom under the chomper. If there was no cost factor, <laughs> probably an eel, but. Out of cost faster, probably a coat or a, uh, catfish. a catfish. Catfish, yeah. y'all cut the prongs off, leave them on. Mm, I, I cut natural. the prongs off. 
a little bit of split boat. Okay. There you go. There you go. Gotta mix it up. I know uh, them, uh, two, the 50-pounder caught last year and the 63-pounder caught this year. It was both all the way in the gizzard. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll go down. Yeah. And if you uh, if they don't, that's like three extra. That's a treble hook. Yeah. You got to yeah. pull out. You're right. You <laughs> can't get that sucker out. 70% of the anything I've caught over 60 has come off the bottom under the boat. Yeah, because a lot of the stories you were telling is about seeing them on top of the water, right? But you're saying a lot of them you catch on the bottom. Yeah. You never see them. Yeah. So you don't float balloons. I mean, y'all, uh, y'all put a balloon rig out. None, okay. none of the money fish I've ever caught in my life has come on the balloon rig. Yeah. All of them has come under the boat. On the bottom. On the bottom. What's crazy? That sixty-three pounder. It's, it's stupid. It's, so I don't know what it is. Picked up a catfish on the bottom, and we're letting it run. Then I don't remember who noticed it, but the fish is like ten foot off the side of the boat, on top, swimming north. Mm-hmm. So we're freaking out, trying to get a jig to it or an eel. Well, then he's like, all right, I'm going to hit this fish. We're letting it run. Well, he goes and sets the hook. Well, this fish and the, the line's going through the lead. So we think it's going south. Well, the fish is actually going north. Well, he starts reeling on it to get tight. Well, this fish starts going crazy. And we're watching it on top. We're on the bow. and it's yeah. just. So then I finally get the rod from him, and I, I pretty much bite the fish on the bow. I hand it back to the cockpit. It makes a half a circle and almost runs into the side of the boat. Like, if I didn't gaff, it ran inside the boat. Then, like, we after we caught that fish, you know, like, we really wasn't worried about fishing anymore. We were just hanging out. Right. Yeah. Drinking. You got and, it. And we're sitting up in the tower. I have two captain's chairs. And we're looking forward, not even looking at our chum slick or nothing. And there's two fish swimming 10 foot off the side of my boat. I'm like, there ain't no way. And sure enough, I threw the jig at it, hooked it, he spit the jig, and never seen him again. But <laughs> that was the first time I've ever – since I've been captain, have them where I'm in the migration path. They popped up. Yeah. Like that was they where they wanted to go. On you. Yeah. They, they rolling in, yeah. There was nothing attracting them to That's me. That's good I was stuff. I mean, well, what's the report so far? I mean, it, for from the Gorm Folks tournament this year compared to last year, I think there was more fish hit the dock this year. I think those Destin think boys, so. Pensacola boys, oh, yeah, I agree. didn't get a chance to fish them that much. I think it's yeah. going to be a, a – I wouldn't say a bumper crop, but a better year. I, I think our uh, September, October crop is going to be really well here. Yeah. I, that's my personal When they opinion. roll back through. Oh, yeah. I think uh, uh, migration is looking at the temperature today is probably, probably about over with. There's no co- uh, no clarity on the bar. I, I can't sit in poo-poo water yeah. on that it's bar. It's bad, too. Oh, no. With it's, the it rains. Was, it was hard gross. fishing this tournament yeah. this past yeah. year. But it was good down there when we fished a couple weeks ago. Candle sauce caught like 11 yeah, fish. little dinks, but or, they had a good trip. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I've never caught 11 fish in one day. We yeah. Caught, no. Yeah. Like, I can't say I've, I've only caught eight in one day, chumming. That's so. what I'm saying. So, <laughs> two, 2021, he caught 11. And he yeah, got, that's pretty He got good. to fish on the good old days. Yeah, so, that is awesome. Yeah, that, there was good. that many fish. Right. Yeah, so, I, I hope it makes a comeback for sure. Oh, yeah. there's no doubt. I mean, whatever it takes, we have to do it. Yeah. I don't get, give a – I don't – care what we do but if nobody understands what it was like what i seen in my day they have to understand what do, yeah. do y'all are y'all affiliated with any kind of conservation stuff uh, cca stuff well, or anything like that we've had I, some guys in here before you know talks about that for different species i'm part of, fish. of the cfa uh charter fish association uh, board yeah. of directors and uh, they're going to push for any federal uh like two fish per boat which is People in Mississippi don't care about it, but it doesn't matter. We have to take the the steps to to do what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
But Mississippi's going to lead by whatever the federal guidelines right. are. And they bumped it up this year, right? What is it legal? What is the legal limit? Uh, 36 for? inches to the to the four. four. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, and that, that was a thing that, that uh, we had an issue with. A lot of people called me about that. I said, the scary thing about a 36-inch limit fish is if you're not a – uh, a seasoned cobia fisherman. Yeah. If you gaff it. a 36 yeah. inch lemon fish and not know to net it, you could damage the fish. See, right. and, and personally, I, I hate catch and release and limits and all that. I, I mean, I've always been an advocate of saying, let's not destroy a speckle trout that's 14 and a half because you're going to touch him with a rag and whatever. Throw him in a box and let's go home. Yeah. Same way with cobia. Should it be one per person, two per person, or whatever you catch? You catch two, go home. Yeah. Whatever. Two and, inches, five inches, seven foot, whatever. That's and, and I've seen that with snapper. I mean, you get out same there. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, you get out there, you catch two, They're and then eight. you kill three of them trying to release right. them and right. deflate them. And then, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So, I've always been an advocate on – I never like releasing – uh, saltwater fish. So you're more, uh, you'd be more in favor of a number per, of fish yes. per boat versus whatever the length is. Right. Low, okay. but as low, much low number, low numbers yeah. of fish. Yeah. But like as much uh, lobbying that I do, of course, y'all know. I, I and I've been to DC, and I'm, I am probably one of the number one Mississippi persons that goes to DC more than anybody over federal fishery and talking to Wicker and Palazzo and, yeah. and Hyde. So. Thing is that somebody we they don't understand that we have to keep, but but that nobody wants to hear like, uh, can we do, uh, so much per person? It, it's not that, it's the angler is not ready for that. Well, how did how would that affect you guys though? As running a business, so you, that's I mean you're advocating for that. I can so take obviously that. you think it's going to be okay. Well, I could take three per person, whatever size they are. I take a. Six inch snapper or twenty two inch snapper. Let me yeah. get my limit. I'm out. Yeah, and you're we, done. You we, don't, we don't cull. You don't have to cull and kill. No, no, we cull. don't yeah. cull at yeah. all. You yeah. got to think that's our those fish are our livelihood. Right. You can't you can't risk throwing back illegal fish strictly because your customers want to catch a bigger one. Right. It's yeah. like shooting a ten point and a twelve point walk out. And you leave the right. ten point laying on the ground because no. you can only come back with one deer. Right, it's the well, same thing. That deer's done. Sixteen inches. It's going in the box. Got to go yeah. in the box. Yeah. yeah. In which sometimes we have to use bigger bait, bigger hooks, right? Stuff just so we can target bigger fish. Right. We change up our fishing tactics just so we can try to catch bigger fish. And Cut. some days they don't bite. Some days we have to come in with 17-inch fish limit. And the customer understands, and they're usually probably okay with that, huh? They're just enjoying the experience. Huh? They're exactly. still catching. Right. right. Right, we ask this question a lot to to guys that come in, charter boat guys. What uh, where what's your clientele? Out of town people mainly, or local uh, mixture? Do you know? Eighty percent Mississippians. Really? You put yeah. uh, when you put the graph straight down, where they end up? Put a line, north and south, Mississippi. I done logbooks for a long time. Not mm -hmm. not my brain, but a personal people shot showed up. Yeah, eighty percent Mississippians. So. So somebody See, that's, that that's lives the in, opposite of what we've been hearing. Actually, right. it's out of town. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, no, North Mississippi, not North local. Mississippi. Okay, okay. Yeah. Not so local. if somebody no in uh, Gaston, Alabama, they're going to Orange Beach, right? Yeah. You with me? You yeah. draw yeah. Perry like this. That's how they end up. I got you. Now they they do fly sideways, but not as much as they do north and south. Right. 
Do you ever notice people saying that they came down here, new customers, right? Because I'm sure you got repeat customers that come back for you. But newer customers that say they came down here because of the amenities that the Gulf Coast offers, uh, casinos, restaurants, the, stuff like that. Have you, do you hear anybody say that? In my 23, 24 years, 25 years experience, Tennessee crowd Mississippians come down here to beach, condo, and fish. It's affordable. And they can't afford Orange Beach. Right. Yeah. So that's what I've seen. I mean, yeah, there's some there's some uh, Atlantas and stuff there, but that's that's Gambling how I people see. always see. Oh, yeah, the Beauvage does that comp thing where they fly, they do like two hundred yeah. bucks, and you get a weekend to stay and your plane ticket. Right. right. We get a lot of people from that. Right. Really, and I feel like I get a pretty good bit of customers from that. Yeah. And just because it's you know it's cheap fishing trip or a cheap trip. Why not try to find something yeah. to do while you're there? Right. Yeah. And a lot of those trips are catch and release too. So it's even better. Seeing uh, when Orange Beach is full, Biloxi is full. When Destin's full, Biloxi is full. Yeah. So you always got to remember that. Yeah. When they're out of space, they're coming here. Right. I heard I heard right now Florida's like jam-packed just because it's one of the first states to open yeah. up oh, with all no this doubt. COVID stuff. Hey, so it's, hopefully it's, it's pretty much everybody on the coast now. Yeah. I heard uh, the other day that the Gulf Coast casinos was the top casinos in the whole United States yeah. because Mississippi open. is open. Yeah. Because we ain't got no mask, baby. Right. Yeah. No mask, baby. It's been shut about. down. Still shut I mean, down, I think. There ain't no the way I, I would rather come here than go to Vegas because the mask, right. no mask. Right. Yeah, come on. I mean, That's right. Bring it on. Bring it on down here. What's the uh, what's the next tournament y'all are eyeing this year? Uh, I guess I'll fish the Narrows. Maybe I'll get lucky and catch one. Yeah. We're gonna I, have... I'm going to put my – see, it's, it's, it's an angle tournament, so I have to know – one angler on my boat I, it's not a boat tournament that's the problem mm -hmm. and i always told him and i said just make us a charter boat tournament like for red snapper redfish or whatever yeah so it's individual yeah so yeah you, you, you're in as an angler well i don't know who my anglers are right so it's hard for me to uh sign up for that yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we're gonna have him on. We'll have him on okay, next week. Ask we'll him talk, about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. See if we can't so get. See if we can, yeah, Sebo yeah. said you might need to look at this here. <laughs> he told us to if tell his you. tournament was like in June. I feel like a lot of the boats that do snapper fish that are the charter boats. Yeah, I would 110 percent enter that pot because I know. I'm gonna try to beat them. Yeah, yeah. I could tell by that glass rolling and that chair starting to move back and forth. I think we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, we've covered it. Anything we didn't it? touch on that, that you want to mention? I mean, I say we send them to your to your Facebook page. Anybody that heard this man and wants yeah. to uh, book a charter, yeah. go back over it again. What's yours? Syllboat.com. Uh, spray letter fishing charters on Facebook. And Shout that number out one more time. Uh, two two eight eight six one two zero one nine. All right. That's I'm a Mississippi Gulf Coast Fishing Charters on Facebook. Then websites, Biloxi Fishing, Biloxi Fishing Charter.com. There you yeah, go. And web, Both of them at the small craft, right? Yep, that's yeah. right. One and next, two. Next yep. to McElroy is number one and two. That there we go. Work. Gentlemen, thank you all for coming in here and talking with us today, taking the time out it's of your been evening a pleasure. to shoot we the shit with it. us. Yes, we really appreciate it. It's been a good one. Comments have been blowing up. We got a ton of people that was chiming in, so y'all go back and look at it. <laughs> I right. can't Fight wait. back on some of that stuff. So, <laughs> All right. Well, y'all have a good evening. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see y'all on the next Later. one. Later. See y'all.
Thanks so much for checking out the episode. Hope you dug it. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you're following us on all the social platforms. That's at BrownWaterB, all one word. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, you name it, we're there. Be sure to check us out. And uh, if you're really enjoying the show and you want to be a supporter, man, jump over to BrownWaterBanter.com. We have all kind of merch for sale. We have our uh, leather patch, uh, Richardson 112 snapback hats. We've got t-shirts, dry fit hoodies, dry fit short sleeve, dry fit long sleeves, uh, cotton t-shirts. So whatever you were looking for, we got you covered there. Once again, thanks so much for checking us out and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Brown water banter.